Hey junkies, it's me again. I'm here. Look at look y'all, I'm on a roll, okay? Like <laughs> I'm back. Like just like that, I'm back. Like I ain't never left. I've been here. I've just been under the under the covers under a rock or something. Um this time we are talking to my friend Jasmine at Mullen Allen. Look, I gotta get this hyphenation right. Mullen Allen. Okay. We are talking to her about maintaining momentum as far as your walk with God. Okay, y'all, like, for this topic, I chose it mainly, like, okay, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like, a lot of these topics that I chose for the season, I pre-selected. And I just think it's cool how God, like, was, you know, God in my hands in that planning period. Because now, as I'm going through and, like, actually talking about each episode and, you know, recording and doing the interviews and stuff, it's so applicable to my life in the moment when it's happening. It's crazy. Like, I be thinking I'm planning something, but no, like, God's planning it. And, like, literally, he be showing me his plan, and I don't even think about it like that. I'm just like, oh, that's cool. And then I'm going through it, and I'm like, you know, I planned this way back in, like, August, July. Like, why is this happening now, and we in November? Like, (laughs) what? So... I just think that that's just something neat. But um, yeah, we're talking about maintaining momentum. Um, As far as step one of learning the motions and purpose, this is it. Like you have to really learn how to keep up the same energy you had when you didn't know what direction or what your purpose was. You have to keep up that energy and not only just keep it up, but add to it. So that's what today's episode is going to be about. It's going to be about like, you know, just how do you stay focused on God? How do you incorporate God into your everyday decisions? What can you do to maintain your momentum and stay grounded in faith? I really do hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much to everybody who has been tuning in thus far. I know I've been slacking on these episodes, but literally this week we're back on track. Like, period. I'm not taking no prisoners. I'm not making no excuses for myself. I'm sucking it up and I'm doing it. So that's what this week is all about. For real, for real. So thank you so much for supporting me thus far. Merchandise drops next week. If you're on the re-up list, you already got it. Um, if you're not on the re-up list, you need to get on that so you can go on ahead and get this exclusive access. Like, for real, it's, it's being sold, like, for two weeks straight up to just y'all. Nobody else. Like, nobody else has the link to the page. Nobody else has access to my merchandise except for my favorite junkies. So if you are on the re-up list, thank you so much for your support. If you're not, you need to go on ahead and get up there so you can get these exclusives. Thank you so much. And let's get started with the plug interview. <laughs> Hello, hello, everyone. We are here with Miss Jasmine Mullen Allen. I have, first of all, she's the first person I met when I went to ODU. Oh, <laughs> this is like the very, very first person. I remember exactly how we met, too. We was in that class. I turned over and said, You're pretty. This <laughs> <laughs> is exactly oh, what happened. Oh, my goodness. And we found out we lived in the same dorm. Girl, I didn't even live in Whitehurst. I was just there. You were just always there. You're right. You lived in the quad. You were just always in Whitehurst. (laughs) Everybody swears I used to live in Whitehurst. Like, you're not the first person to say that. Like, I get that all the time. They're like, yeah, you used to live in Whitehurst. I'm like, no, I didn't. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I basically lived in Whitehurst. Like, I might as well have lived in Whitehurst. You might as well have. Yeah, no, I was I was traveling far and wide just to get to Whitehurst. <laughs> it was popping. It was popping over there, so. 
know all the cool people was over there and y'all had like legends and then if it was like a snow day like y'all didn't have to leave at all y'all had a store and a cab bags y'all just got to stay see i had to go travel across the wilderness to get to the pod (laughs) the ghetto really but it's fine uh she's one of my good friends she is the founder of king's daughters connect she also is a lawyer she's it's coming i'm saying it out loud she is a lawyer okay (laughs) oh my god she just got her juris doctorate y'all she's doing big things she's married she got herself a little cute bundle of joy oh baby thank you sleeping yes come on sleep that means you got a little free time girl i try to use it the best possible way (laughs) (laughs) yes so today we're talking about how to keep up the faith when you're walking in your purpose journey and it's more so about like maintaining the momentum you have when you first you know when you first start you know loving on jesus and stuff you just be hyped you be ready you be reading the bible all the time you be bookmarking everything is just great and then like after a while you just kind of start slacking because you're like all right i'm here right so we're just talking about that keeping that same energy up even when you're here like because <laughs> down the road you're gonna need jesus and you can't be slacking that's, so that's what we're talking about today so i'm just going ahead all right so define faith okay yep that's it that's the first question define faith like what's your definition of faith okay so as a believer of christ faith for me is placing my faith (laughs) sorry to use the word (laughs) placing my belief in jesus that he died on the cross for my sins and and believing in that i'm eternally saved so i was born into this world i was destined for hell sorry y'all i'm going there but (laughs) i was destined you know and i was heading on that track until i came to that belief and realized that i have a savior that died for my sins he loved me so much that he did that and all i have to do is believe in that and put my trust in that and i'm saved so that's what faith is to me yes so when did you like first come to Jesus? Like when did you have when was that moment? What's that story of like your aha moment? Like I need Jesus. It was in high school. I pretty much the crux of my testimony is that I was in and out of relationships. I'm a lover. Like it's just <laughs> it is what it is. I'm a lover. I'm a hopeless romantic. I grew up in a very strong family and so I always just wanted that person, just wanted that one. And so I was always in a relationship in high school and it wasn't until my senior year. I was going to church prior to that, but you know, it don't get real to you until it get real for you. Yeah. So my senior year, I went through this really traumatic experience. My boyfriend at the time cheated on me, but he didn't just cheat. It was like publicized. Everybody knew we were together. Everybody knew the other female. And so I've forgiven everybody involved so I can talk about it freely. Um, but at that point I realized, okay, like I put my hope in my relationship and in this boy too much and it's not working. Like it let me down. It let me down and I'm down to nothing now. I feel like I have nothing and it just showed me I needed to place my focus in something else. I already, like I said, knew about God. And so it was, it was there and I just decided to fully devote myself to a relationship with Jesus and when I say that 
a lot of people think that when they get saved that means they just stopped doing everything that they were doing they think that their mind is completely different they think that they're just a new person and spiritually you are a new being because now you're a follower of Christ now you're saved but mentally and emotionally and physically you're still the same and so you have to go through a long process of becoming more and more like Jesus and loving and serving God to get to where you want to be but I just wanted to point that out that I started my journey my senior year of high school but of course through college I went through many different things that strengthened it that tested it um, where I was tempted to drift away from it all types of things but it did start at that time yes and I like what you said about how like you know it's just not going it's not an immediate shift I was just uh talking to doing the interview with Lydia yesterday y'all gonna meet her later on in this she's um, lit y'all <laughs> literally she's like my twin flame I like I have never met anybody that like literally mirrors my energy like that it's been a long time since I've found another person who can mirror my energy like that and I'm just like yo that's crazy <laughs> but um yeah, no, I was talking to her uh, yesterday, and she was uh, talking about the um, the vegan thing and, like, how it starts in your mind, and you're in, like, for her, being vegan was just a physical representation of what was going on in her spiritually and mentally, and I think that's important to realize, like, when you're going through your faith journey, even if you're, like, midway, you're just getting started, like, you're not going to start having the fruit of your faith journey until it's like worked into the spirit and then the mind and then you'll start physically changing then certain things won't make you excited anymore it's not like all at once amen that's good yes so speaking of processes how has your faith journey evolved since starting like between from then to now like what has it been like like the ups the downs talk to us it's been a beautiful (laughs) (laughs) no it's been very I guess the best word to say is testing just because a lot of your journey is a test you learn different things you experience different things and then you're tested on what you learn and so a lot of tests I've passed a lot of tests I failed but (laughs) the teacher which is God he loves me through the entire thing so it's just really doing life with God like that's pretty much what my faith journey has entailed before I depended on myself a lot I depended on my family a lot and just ran to other sources of comfort to give me answers to give me guidance and direction and now I just redirected that to God, to the word, to um, a community of faith, of people who talk the talk and walk the walk. And that has been the biggest adjustment. My life hasn't changed in the sense of like the circumstances of things I've experienced or people that I've dealt with. Like everything around me has pretty much been the same, but the biggest work has been me. Mm-hmm. and like the decisions that I make which can affect the things that happen around me and the people around me so for the things that I'm in control of and the ways that I make decisions yes those things have changed but I just mean life itself has been the same but my development is what has changed the most yes yes your development development, development. 
that's a t word <laughs> so how do you think like having a low momentum and when i say low momentum i mean like kind of just slowing down like what effects can that have on your overall purpose in life because i mean god gives us purpose and i mean in the beginning we all hype and ready to go for it mm-hmm. but then we start getting tough like how can that low momentum really have an impact on that so when you first gave me the topic for this conversation what came to mind is you know how the song started from the bottom now i'm here like that was the first yeah. thing that came to mind it's like when you start from the bottom and you get to where you're going or at least farther than where you started it's 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 good you know let's celebrate turn up but at the Mm -hmm. same time it's easy to forget to where you started and the way that I feel this process has stayed in that place is just when I spend time with God I you know, I'm repenting and I'm just like acknowledging how big God is and how small I am. So it's like staying in a place of humility is really what helps you keep the momentum because you're continually reminded that God has blessed you with everything that you have, the activity of your limbs, the breath of your body, all of that is from God. And like, none of it is from you. You're not doing anything on your own. But you have to, like, it's daily. You have to daily remind yourself of that. Lord, you're good. You're great. I'm nobody, for real. Like, you gave me a purpose. (laughs) Yes, you gave me a purpose, but that's all I'm here to do. I'm not here to get the credit for it. It's not about my name being big. It's about me glorifying you in my life. And I try to stay in that position because, you know, once you get too big-headed, like, God will humble you and remind you that it's him and I think in our generation the one of the one of the hardest things I guess or as you say low momentum so one thing that fuels it being low that makes sense is being busy like I just noticed the adjustment from going from undergrad to law school I was so much more busy and then I had a child and then I got married and so like my hands were tied but you get to the point where you realize you will not be able to carry all that you're carrying by yourself mm-hmm. and that's where I'm at right now like I'm completely dependent on God if I try to do this myself I will burn out I will give up I won't be the mom that I want to be I won't be the wife that I want to be I won't be the lawyer or the leader that God destined me to be like I'm just gonna fall short in every way dang so I think when you hit that low spot it's normal we all do it we all get tired but we have to be intentional to go into God's presence and say Lord fill me up I'm dependent on you not my own strength because in my own strength I can't do this yes that was that was a whole testimony, a word, everything in between. Goodness. <laughs> Praise God. I have to I have to marinate on that for a couple seconds. I gotta, you know, let it let it percolate a little bit. Get get it in my bones. Ooh, okay. So this is a question I ask everybody that comes on the show. And it's a rating question so on a scale from 1 to 10 I want you to rate your self love during your space of low momentum and then versus like where you are right now okay 
during that space of low momentum and I would say when I first got pregnant that's kind of the season I'm thinking of um my self-love probably was at like a four okay and then now it's like nine ten, depending on the day <laughs> come on you all the way you said I bounced back my bounce back gave me <laughs> yes why was it so low like why was it a four it was a four because I had worked really hard to reach a goal and I did not reach it and so I felt like I failed not only myself but the people that were looking up to me and connected to me um and then also who I believed myself to be like I wasn't acting like that person it was like I wasn't being who I was supposed to be that makes sense so it's like I didn't yeah. feel good about myself I'm glad you're back though like I, I really am like because I know what that feels like when you feel like you're just not where you're supposed to be I struggle with that now like I just be like oh why why am I here like <laughs> it. it does come and go don't get me wrong yeah but like I don't know then it goes away and I'll be like I'm back <laughs> right back like I never left <laughs> you know you just wake up one day you're having a great day you just be like I'm amazing no, God damn it everything's no, great facts. you're just like what's wrong the with me day, you're like, <laughs> the next day you just be like everything sucks <laughs> everything, everything's horrible I hate this place that's so real and oh my God. I guess I'll just say this really quickly I know mm-hmm. that a lot of the reasons why sometimes I mean of course we're moody like we're human but then in addition to that sometimes we base how we feel about ourselves based on what we're doing and how well we're doing and that mm-hmm. that is what I did honestly prior to being pregnant it was almost like oh I'm doing so good like I've been celibate for this amount of time and I was almost ranking my like how you rank told me to give you a rating. I was almost ranking myself like I'm moving up the salvation ladder or something. Stop moving up the ladder. We do this. We do this in our profession. We do it in school. We do it in so many different areas of our lives. But we can't do that. We have to identify who we are with just who we are. I'm a child of God, daughter of a king. Period. If I lose my job, if for whatever reason. God forbid I lost my son or if I lost my husband, I lost everything that I had. Like I still am who I am. And that's unshakable. There it is. You know? That's that's the key. That's what we were waiting for this whole episode. That's what we wanted to hear. So if there's nothing else y'all get out of the episode, get that. That's the nuggets of the <laughs> of the episode. That's the word. You are who you are. You are who you are. And I love you that way. You know, that's it. You are Moana. That's the song yes. that's in my head right now. You, you are She Moana. is me. I am her. I, am I love Moana. <laughs> yes, that's the one. You are the girl from the island. You're the girl who loves the sea. And it calls you. <laughs> the yes. ocean calls <laughs> you. Like, you're legit. Is the ocean, though? <laughs> yes. That's it. I love I love that. I love the movie. I love the soundtrack. It's on my phone. I might listen to it after we're done here. But, uh, <laughs> that's the story for another day. Okay, so what advice would you give to someone who is going through their low place and their momentum has slowed down with the Lord and they need a little boost, a little pick-me-up? What advice would you give them? Three words. It is temporary. Oh, that's nice. 
Come on. It's temper. That's it. I'm just gonna leave it That's there. It. <laughs> I'm actually going to leave it there. All right now. Y'all heard her. Y'all heard it here. It is temporary. So I don't know what you're going through. This is for somebody. I feel it in my spirit. Somebody listen to this and you going through something. It's temporary. I don't know what you're going through, but it's temporary. Okay. You're gonna get past. Listen to This Too Shall Pass by India Irie. That's a good song. Yes, it is. That that's she she's one of my babies. She got me through one of my tough times in life. She always makes me feel good, especially on Saturday morning. And then when like the house is clean and then we listen to little things. <laughs> Facts. That's that's it. It's just certain songs that go with the house being clean. Like it just yeah. gives you that vibe. You just be relaxed. And then it's like it's Saturday, you know, you don't woke up at like nine o'clock. <laughs> Cause that's sleeping in for us. It's ten now, so we're about to start cleaning. Oh, that's that's a good routine. Ooh, I love that. I can't wait till Saturday. Okay. Um <laughs> now we have my favorite part of the show. And I say this, this is this is my tradition. I say this. I have a lot of traditions on the show. I love it's it. great. I'm building, I'm building something. But this is gonna be made into a sound, but until then I'm saying we Ooh. Right, so it's tra- you know I don't have a sound for the other two segments of my show, but and I can't just make a sound for trap house tea and then not have one for the <laughs> other parts of the show. That's ghetto. That's so you gotta ghetto. have all of it at ghetto. once. Huh? Yeah, I gotta come out with all the sounds and then like the theme song. It all has to come together in a package. It can't just be one at a time. No, it can't. Like, what is going? We gonna be listening to the show. Everything gonna be going good, and all of a sudden, we thirsty. Like, they they gonna be like, wait, <laughs> it's gonna throw off the whole vibe. They're not even gonna be able to listen to what's going on. They gonna have to re get in the zone. Nah. Uh-uh. But um, okay. So the first audience person decided to ask, "How can I integrate more of Jesus in my everyday lifestyle?" I would say to start your day with Jesus. So a good accountability for me is just as soon as I wake up, mind you, I did not do this today. So I admit I'm not perfect, but as soon as I wake (laughs) up, just trying to pray. So I don't know what everyone's morning schedule looks like, but if you could get to yourself in a quiet area and just start praying, you can start with the Lord's Prayer, something simple. If you can't get to a quiet area by yourself, just say it in bed before you put your feet on the floor. And that's just one thing that you can make a habit. Yes. I agree with the starting with prayer. I also say to just go through and check your routine and see where you can make time. Because a lot of the times it's like small stuff that you spend a lot of time doing, like always checking your phone. My phone sends me reports and I spend about like in total throughout a week, maybe probably like eight hours a day on my phone, like a full time job. So that's like 40 hours a week. Like that's 40 hours a week I could devote to Jesus. And it's it'd be random scrolling or I'd be playing my design game because I love, I love my little <laughs> design game. I ain't got an apartment yet, so I gotta, uh, I be designing 
little homes and stuff on my phone to fill the void. <laughs> but um, <laughs> to envision where you'll you know, be one day. That's what she meant, y'all. You know, not even just that. I'm trying to, you know, get the decorations together so I know how I want my spaces Thanks. to look. That way, when it's time, I can just go on ahead and buy everything in advance, and then I just be ready. But yeah, like just checking spaces in your routine where you can put a little bit more time toward Jesus. So like if you like me and you play games before you go to sleep, you know, cut it off like maybe 15 to 30 minutes early and then just talk to God. And you don't even got to like, like get on your knees and then you just got to be like, hey, look, Jesus, we about to talk and then just start yeah. talking. I know one thing that would be easy too, um, to kind of make it a habit is before you eat. So whether it be breakfast, lunch, or dinner, whatever meal, I mean, you eat at some point throughout the day. When you say your grace, yes, say your basic grace, but then just add in one more thing, you know? You don't have to sit. Because we all know that person at the family reunion barbecue that prays over everything. <laughs> the first time so you don't have to do that. But just add maybe one thing that you're thankful for during your grace just go a little bit overboard to really connect with God at that time especially if you know you're going to be busy for the next four or five hours oh that's good I didn't even think about the whole food thing I could slide a little little seasoning on my prayer <laughs> before I eat a little salt season, little pepper my you know just dust it with some garlic that's powder. all it needs it's a little slab of butter <laughs> so nice all right. The next person says, "Why do I need to keep going? Because if you don't, you are gonna stay where Facts. you." Facts. That's it. So do you? Uh, I guess nah. do you think that their tone is kind of like hopeless? Is that I'm trying to get context I'm, for it? I'm thinking like, why do I need to keep going? Like when I hear that, it's just more so of a what? What's the mm-hmm. point kind of thing? like why do I even need to keep going nothing's working out I'm doing everything and still nothing's working which I feel like every Christian can Definitely. relate to that like God loves to hold out he be playing oh, does he, <laughs> he really be playing he can release the blessing at any time he just be looking at you like you know that gift of Diddy and that dude on the floor <laughs> that's exactly what God be doing to you like he, he be just looking at you like I just want to see how long, yeah, how how deep it really is. Like, that's really what you be doing. He just be trying to see, like, are you down for real, though? Like, are you with it? I can't even get mad at that, because I be doing that to people, too. I'm just that's trying it. to see how real you are. Like, are you really <laughs> about loyal? it? Like, <laughs> or no. Like, so it might feel like, oh, this is not working out. This will never work. But, like, no, nah, there's, a, there's a reason for it. He's really just looking at you and searching your heart for real and just really trying to see where your head's at. And who knows? Like, whatever's happening, like, you don't know what's going on on the other end of things. You never know, like, what's happening on the other side. Like, anytime you're going through something or everything's not working out, like, a good example would be a job or something like that. Like, me. I could not, for the, to this day, like, if I had to go get a full-time job, I have no idea what it would be in. I have no clue what I would be doing for a full-time job. But I, I have... A, a bounty of business mm-hmm. ideas so that tells me right there like my job search when I first got home it wasn't working because that's not where I needed to be 
but because I was brought up and trained to think that that's where I needed to be I kept trying to do that and I kept hitting a wall too because that's not where I needed to be it wasn't until I woke up and was like okay Jesus what's up and he was like start this business and then COVID came and everything all that you know all that other jazz I had no choice and then I was like oh this is why you wanted me here now I know I'm here so like he be holding back on you but it's probably because you're missing something there's something that he's probably trying to tell you and it's, it's not clicking yet and he's not about to unleash all this greatness on you for you to fumble the bag like that's not about to happen cause then he's gonna be mad <laughs> <laughs> he's not about to have my Jesus said <laughs> he's not gonna get mad he's like look I already know what's gonna happen if you fumble this bag and I really don't have time to clean up another bag no. <laughs> yeah I think you hit that on the nail for sure that was good. Somebody, they're talking to somebody. I know who, too. Uh-oh. I know who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know who I'm talking to. I hope you listen to this. Hey! <laughs> yeah, it's you. I know it's you. Uh-huh. You know it's you. Okay. Um, the next person says, what is a good prayer for someone who, well, I guess, I'm going to call them weary travelers. That's, that's their name now. People who are tired of the faith journey. What's a good prayer for them? So they're weary travelers. They on it. They just tired. What's good? I would say, I know they're asking about a prayer, but if I could change the question to scripture, maybe, um, do not mm-hmm. grow weary in well doing. For if you keep going, you will produce. I can't think of it verbatim, but I know that it's it's encouraging us to keep going because we'll produce a harvest. We're going to bear fruit for what we're doing. So. I would say to kind of find scriptures like that um, in the Bible that encourages us to keep going and realizing that we're going to reap a reward by going. And then you can pray those things over yourself. Yes. You know, because. Okay. What, what's the name of that one? The scripture. It's in Galatians. I don't know. I don't know about yeah, it's, it's in Galatians. And it just it starts off saying, do not grow weary in well doing. And I just want to emphasize the end well doing. Like, you should always be tired of doing bad stuff. Like, <laughs> it's draining. There's so hateful people out here. It's draining. Uh, <laughs> it really is. Like, if you're out here being malicious, like, please stop. You should always grow weary and being malicious. That's what that's what he said. That's the Bible, not me. He said, do not grow weary in well doing. So that means you can grow weary <laughs> and not well doing. So if you know you out here doing something you don't need to be doing, stop. This is your side. Stop. You know you playing. Chill out. Anyway. See, Jesus was talking to y'all today. I don't know why he's snapping on y'all like this. Y'all really must be out here wild. Like, it's crazy. I'm not messing with you, Jada. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I don't know what's going on. Like, my audience members, they're wilding right now. Like, I don't even talk like this. <laughs> this isn't even something me. just like coming over you somebody you know somebody told me to tell you that you need to chill out so whoever it is that you chill out you need to chill out I don't know what you're doing fam but you need to relax and the last question from the party peoples or as I like to call them my little junkies because we all love my little self love drugs <laughs> is how oh, oh no not how what do you do to stay strong in your faith journey like what do we do personally I'm assuming so what they mean by that like what do we do 
what's our tactics i'll let you go first you got this i would say community and i know people say that all the time but i think realizing that you cannot do this alone and there are going to be times where you're not going to have enough in you to pray or to open your bible you might feel hopeless and like okay i don't have anything else to give and you're going to have to depend on somebody else to speak life into you to pray with you and for you and so just being humble enough to reach out to people when you're struggling i know in our society and millennials we don't ever want to talk about struggling we don't ever want to talk about what we're going through because we want to be tough and independent but realize that when you're independent you're not getting help you're not um leaning on anybody leaning on a friend so that has been because i can easily say pray i can easily say read your word but there are going to be some situations where you're not going to have enough within yourself and some of you may feel like that now and that's because we're a body and so sometimes you need to use other parts of the body and lean on other parts of the body and reach out to other people to help you out just to get you through yes come on community and you can find that community on wednesdays at 9 p.m with uh weekly girl talks with yes join us please because we get we go there we go (laughs) there we will talk about everything (laughs) we'll pray about everything you will not leave the same i'm telling you like my experience with King Starters has always been positive I really be looking forward to their conferences because they they be just every every year something new and I still have the uh thing from Tieta's um she had a workshop in the conference was that last it year it was that was last Not year this, yeah crazy. 2019 yeah but I still have it in my room and it's still like it's so applicable like I, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before it's the is it this exercise she had us do where it was like three years ago one year ago presently one year from now three years from now or something like that and like it's all lining up like it's all lining up it's so crazy I'm about to go right now <laughs> and read it to y'all because that's powerful this again we gonna do this again it lines up so perfectly because like okay so at the time when I uh, made it it was like three years ago and I was just like everything had happened with the whole sorority thing getting snatched up and all that that happened and like I felt like my life was over and then a year prior to that conference I was like real depressed and then I had like (laughs) oh it said last heartbreak (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that nigga did hurt my feelings. I don't wow. even think about him anymore. That's crazy. It be like that. Oh. <laughs> like, who? Who? Like, I was, I was real wounded. Oh, that's funny. And then I felt like I had lost a lot of friendships and stuff. But I had my breakthrough. And then it was like today. So this is at the conference. It's just like I'm learning to create balance. You know, I'm starting to do the work. I'm happy. Then I drew an arrow and it was like on my way up. And then that's crazy how it says on my way up. Because then like the very next year, it's me. And then it says devoted, learning to walk in my purpose, balanced, and then from, which would be like right now. And then from now to three years from now, which would be three years from then. So I guess it would be to 2022. And then it says leg low up with a smiley face because I'm great. And it says fully walking in my purpose, committed and expanding. Wow, so Come on, Jada. And all of, that, all of that is happening. Like, 
all of it is happening. It's like really crazy how that works. Like 2019, I was definitely learning how to create balance in my life and stuff. I was working every day and then I was also like partying every weekend and just now I just know how to chill. Like, I don't know. And then it was the on my way up. It's crazy because at the top of this year, I lost that job. But then that's when that's when purpose called. Everything happened. Okay. It look directly after. So I don't know who's going through something who feels like, oh, like, oh, this this is it. I can't do this no more or whatever it is. I'm just telling you right now, like if you stay faithful and you just keep going, like the fruit, the fruit it's going to be so sweet. Like it's because none of the work you do for Jesus is in vain. Even if you don't see like if you come into Jesus to get instant Goodbye. gratification, you're in the wrong spot. <laughs> That's just the first thing. Like you're not in the right place if you're trying to do that. If you come into Jesus trying to get instant results, I mean, don't get me wrong. He can do it. And sometimes he'll do it just to show you like, hey, I'm here. But don't think that it's just about to be that way throughout the whole process. Because patience, my dear, is a virtue. You'll be doing a lot of undercover work, a lot of behind the scenes work, a lot of heart work and hard work. Like, it's going to be a lot of stuff that nobody ever sees. It's like that iceberg thing where it's like the part of the iceberg that the Titanic saw or whatever that they thought it was smart. And then the actual part that sunk the ship, which was all under the surface. That's That's what faith is going to look like. Like all that hard work is going to be under the surface and people only going to see that little bit off the top. They're not going to know all the nights you was crying in your bed and begging Jesus to do whatever he had to do or all the nights where he was fasting or, or just praying nonstop or just crying at every girl talk on Wednesday. (laughs) Hey, I love how you did that. <laughs> Second plug. I'll go see it's all just that. the plug. <laughs> Shameless. They're not gonna see that. They only gonna see like the results from it and how happy you are now and how oh you just have this glow about you and oh you're just getting all these opportunities. But no, it's not just coming to you. You did a lot of stuff to get there. So if you're going through something or you feel like you're just endlessly working, like please understand the promise is right around the corner. You just gotta keep going. You just gotta Amen. keep going. And I don't know if you need to hear this, but you need to pray that God doesn't send anything that's not for you and that he blocks everything that's against you. That prayer right there changed my whole life in 2020. I like when I was looking for jobs, I was like, don't even let them call me. I don't even want them to like my resume if they if I don't need to be here. And sure enough, nobody called me or hit me up. I was like, I don't even want to go to interview. I don't want to talk to nobody. That's not supposed to be for me. And then one job hit me up and I had like three interviews with them, but I got it and I love it. And they're great people. So that, that part. Oh, I went off on a tangent. What do I do to stay strong? I just believe. (laughs) That's it. I don't know. <laughs> I've been through enough stuff in my life and God got me out of enough to the point where I'm just like, you know what? That's it. You got this. Because <laughs> if I try That's to make sense of this, it's not going to work. So I'm going to just let you do what you do. <laughs> I just accept it. Everything that happens to me is happening for a reason. Either I caused my own foolishness or yeah, just trying and I to think do something. The question said, what do I do to stay strong, right? I guess remembering that yeah. you're not supposed to be strong. You come to God weak. You come Ooh. to God broken you come to God tired and heavy burden and he is what gives you strength so I think when you're trying to move and operate in your own strength I can do this or I gotta do this or I gotta pray I gotta get this done I gotta go here that's when you get drained and you kind of feel like you're not getting anywhere but when you come to God in your tiredness 
and, and you let him know, God, I'm broken. God, I'm tired. I'm drained. He's going to give you strength. I've been there. I've taken 16 credits with the baby in law school. Like, I've done the impossible. And I am not the, the smartest in the cookie jar. Like, it's not because of my... It's not my intelligence. <laughs> yes, girl. Is that an analogy? I don't know. But it's not my intelligence. It is where I place my strength and where I get my strength from. And when I get tired and when I want to give up, I know what my source is. Come on. So are you plugged in is the real question. Now's the time, you know what I'm saying? If uh, everybody would just come to the front of the, the altar, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> awesome. the back. If you need Jesus in your life, you know what I'm saying? Just step up and oh, have the members come pray. I, I, <laughs> y'all have a good time on here, don't y'all? I know it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll be up here cutting up like every week. I love it. It's, it's so you. Because it's mine. That's what I love I too. Like, it's I be. all Jada. <laughs> It's great. This is wonderful. I can't wait until I get to a place where I can start like attaching the visual to this. That's super exciting. Soon. Because your face, like, see, yeah, it's seeing coming. your face and seeing I'm, you I'm laughing and all your face expressions, like, that's needed too. I want to see you. <laughs> so I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait either. I'm trying to figure out how I want to do it because, like, you know, it's COVID and stuff right now. So it's just like, ah. Oh nobody's going anywhere and then I'm like oh well I can do it through Zoom or something but then I'm like ah, I don't have oh, a good Lord. laptop for that yeah and then the Wi-Fi here my parents swear up and down that it's not trash I know it's trash <laughs> no the Wi-Fi is trash it's, it's trash Wi-Fi like it, it just it really is they swear up and down the Wi-Fi is fine it's not fine it's you would know, huh? I know. I, I work at the church. And look, <laughs> I'm at the church. Everything happens at lightning speed. Their Wi-Fi is not trash. It's here. This is the problem. But it's fine. It's, it's fine. Oh, man. Please, Verizon, just do better. It's y'all. Y'all, it's y'all's fault. Y'all are the problem. Fios, you. Yes, I blame you. Um. All right. Well, that was everything for the show today. This was I so fun. I had a blast. Fun. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Sorry, I know that's not funny, but every time somebody says I had a blast, it just takes me oh, back to a memory of my life. <laughs> oh, that was a fun wedding weekend. <laughs> I hope she's on here too, because she's going to get the insider. Okay. Somebody has to agree with you. They go listen. <laughs> Kanik will go here just to be weak. <laughs> Uh, use a little rocket ship emoji. <laughs> it makes me think of Jimmy oh, Neutron too. God, guys. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, this is great. This was wonderful. I'm so happy. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I hope y'all really did get something out of this. I know I was over here being reckless, but I meant everything I said. Like everything, even the jokes. They weren't jokes. They were real. I meant that. Yeah. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. All right. Y'all have a great day. And I don't know when this is airing. Well, I do, but I don't. Hold on. Wait. Next week, we got I think this is the weekend right before 
Wine and Design. So Wine and Design is coming back. Um, I'll be talking with my good friend, Leon, who will be talking about the basics of building a logo and all the things you need to know about that. And I don't know what kind of red I'll be drinking, but I'll be drinking some type of red wine. So stay tuned for the type of wine and then the new wine tips that I have for all of you guys. Um, It's on my personal page at The Life of Jay White. So if you're not following it, go follow it. And yeah, tune in. And if it already aired, go watch on my IGTV because it's there. So yeah, and catch up on last month's episode as well. All right, now I'm done. Y'all have a good day. Oh, follow KDC at KDC.inc. There it is. Now I'm done. Okay. Thanks, Jada. Y'all have a good day. Bye. No problem. Bye.